Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Erie County Democrat Chair, New York Democrat Vice Chair, and Erie County Board of Elections Democrat Commissioner Jeremy Zellner. Jeremy, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Now, Jeremy, I first want to just focus on the election, the polling places. Um, how are we going? Early voting's been going on now for a week. Uh, how are we seeing at the 38 polling places across Erie County? Things are going well. Looks like a lot of Democrats are taking advantage of early voting. Also, a lot of Republicans, folks from both parties, seem to be getting out there. I think it's more that the community is getting more used to the early voting process here. We've only had it since 2019, and each year it's grown. And and I think uh, the fact that our accessibility is is so uh, terrific here in Erie County, we have our 38 sites, people are really taking advantage of it, and it's nice to see. Now, I, uh, I'm one of those early voters, and when I got to the poll, and I know you and I talked about this on Hardline months ago, but I just want to revisit real quick. You know, I noticed uh, some parties missing on the ballot. Uh, the most um, notable is the Libertarian Party. They have a sponsored candidate out there, but not on the ballot. Uh, why are, do we see the parties that we do see and don't see the parties we don't see? Well, the parties you see on the ballot made the uh, the, the ballot threshold uh, to constitute a party in the state of New York. You're also going to see other parties on the ballot um, that went out and petitioned to create an independent party, like Monica Wallace and Karen McMahon and Melissa Hartman are all on the um, integrity party. So you could create parties. Folks can create some of them. Uh, folks in the city of Buffalo are going to see school board candidates on the ballot on the same ballot for the first time in November. Uh, so the ballot's a little different this year. And also, instead of like last year or the year before when you had to flip the uh, ballot over, there is a proposition question, but it's on the same side at the bottom of the ballot. And what is that question? It is. It's a bond. It's a bond issue for, for environmental causes for the state to bond uh, billions of dollars to help our state infrastructure. It's a critical uh, uh, issue that you know we're fully supportive of. Now, the president spoke on Wednesday uh, this week and uh, gave a speech, and he said that, you know, it might take days uh, to get the actual final results of the election. Is that going to be a problem here in Erie County? No, not at all. We, we had, Joe, a, a terrific uh, August primary uh, where we were able to get the early voting results up and then the absentee results up and then the results of the day up all in the same evening within, I think, about an hour and a half, two hours. We have a new system in place that we've really worked hard to uh, put in place to have all of that stuff come right on our website as it comes in. Um, and so here in Erie County, our absentees, we've been processing them, getting those ready so that we can run them through and put the results up on election night. So we expect to have results uh, pretty quickly. All right, Jeremy. Now we'll we'll flip to uh, you as the chair of the Erie County Democrats and the vice chair of the state Democrats. And let's start with that that campaign or that uh, 
election that's getting a lot of national uh, headlines on the cable news networks, and that is uh, Kathy Hochul and Lee Zeldin uh, running for governor, Kathy uh, Kathy Hochul running to remain governor, uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin running against her. How do you feel uh, just a few days out of Election Day of Governor Kathy Hochul's chances to get reelected? I feel great. I feel like uh, Kathy, there's no one that closes like Kathy Hochul. She's working harder than anybody. And, I, you know, folks take her for granted at their own peril. Um, what you've seen is some polls tightening up. You've seen some, you know, pretty, pretty strong polls that show that the race has been, you know, eight to 10 points the whole time. But there's been some conservative polls out there that some of them even show Lee Zeldin winning. But I'm expecting a big win for a governor on Tuesday, both here in Erie County and across the state. Now, we have uh, Michael Cracker on next segment, but I'm going to ask him the same question I'm going to ask you. You know, here in Western New York, that Bills topic plays a big part, the Bills Stadium. Um, How do you think that was played in the debate? Well, I think what happened was Lee Zeldin put the Bills' future in jeopardy. If he he were to win, he says he's going to open up the negotiations again. That's not a good idea. First of all, the, the, the... the uh, lease that we have in place now to keep the bills here for 30 years is a strong one, and it's a good deal for our community. Second of all, the Buffalo Bills have increased in value so much uh, since the Pagulas purchased the, 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 the bills. You know, who knows what could happen if you reopen that lease and folks start putting bids in there. Um, so I think it was reckless. As the Buffalo News mentioned in their editorial, it was a reckless thing for him to do, and clearly he doesn't understand the importance of the Buffalo Bills to our community, and I think he's a Jets fan. Um, now, focusing also on uh, the Senate races, the state Senate races, and, and one that really sticks out to me, Jeremy, is it, it's it's a weird situation because of the redistricting. It's pinning two incumbents against each other, Sean Ryan and Ed Rath, as the Democrat chair. How are you feeling about this election coming up on Tuesday? You know, I think Senator Ryan's going to be successful on Tuesday. He's had a really strong campaign. He's got folks out in the street. He's got mail in the mailboxes. He's got strong television talking about his record of accomplishments and what he's been able to bring to the Tonawandas and Amherst on his short time here. Um, I, I expect him to, to run very well on Tuesday. You know, I don't think Ed Rath has many accomplishments he can appoint to in his career in government, uh, and I just don't think this is his year. Now, I got, I got to ask you on a national level, obviously, you being a Democrat, you know, uh, Joe Biden at the midterms and midterms, we usually see the party in the White House lose a few seats. We're even now seeing that Senate is 50-50, depending where you look. There's so many polls out there. I, I try to ignore most of them. Uh, but, you know, 50-50 chance. How are you as a Democrat feeling on a national level come Tuesday? You know, it's hard to look at any of these polls and get any clarity, uh, Joe, as you know. But I, I'm feeling optimistic about Tuesday night. I think we're definitely going to have some of the losses, you know, that, that have been talked about. But I, I don't think it's going to be as bad as folks think. And I think Democrats are coming home. They're seeing the accomplishments of our party. They're seeing the things that we're delivering for our country right now. Um, they may not love everything, but they see that, you know, we're, we're headed in the right trajectory. You know, Governor Hochul, to talk about jobs upstate, bringing 50,000 jobs here every county in the state of new york has seen a drop in unemployment this year that's real you know we're not where we want to be but we're working hard 
And, you know, I mentioned uh, the president's speech on Wednesday. What are your thoughts on what he said? This is kind of the second time he's given this speech of kind of pinning Republicans as, um, you know, the party that wants to take away democracy. He did this in Philadelphia a few months ago. What were your thoughts on his speech? And do you think it helped come Election Day, hurt come Election Day? What are your takeaways? Well, I think there's a segment of the Republican Party, the the MAGA Republicans, as, as they're called, who want to uh, stop uh, elections. They don't want people to be able to vote or they want to come and and challenge everything that is out there. I I work with Republicans every day at the Board of Elections. We have some terrific public servants here in Erie County in Western New York. Some of them I even might call a friend. Um, But but there is a segment of people in in this country who are radical. There's a segment of them on the right. There's a segment of them on the left. And you know, we just have to keep moving forward and, and try to elect people that, you know, represent our communities. And I think that's what Joe Biden's talking about. You know, I, I think there are some radicalized candidates on the ballot that folks need to go and do their research about before they go vote on Tuesday. You know, Jeremy, I got to play devil's advocate here because people say that, and you know, let's let's just put this disclaimer out there. January 6th was disgusting. Anyone who's responsible for that uh, should be prosecuted to the fullest. I just want to throw that out there. But people would, would point to those that question what happened in 2020, the election of uh, Joe Biden, and say, well, Democrats questioned 2016, including President Joe Biden, who said Donald Trump um, was an, an illegitimate president. What would your comment to them be? Well, I, I, I haven't heard that, but I would assume that what they're referencing is, is that uh, Secretary Clinton won the popular vote, which is nothing like saying that uh, Donald Trump won the election and there was widespread voter fraud across the country when every court threw it out and said there wasn't widespread voter fraud or any voter fraud. You know, the fact is we really have to get to a better place in our country of understanding civics and getting engaged politically. And that means both sides. That means not going to someone's house who's an elected official with a hammer and smashing their spouse on the head. That means not, you know, attacking protesters. That means not storming the Capitol. Go out, you know, just this week we had an event in Chituaga where the Constitutional Coalition came out and screaming and yelling at our people going into an event. That's not helpful. I I don't know what they're trying to accomplish, uh, but they're accomplishing nothing except firing our people to give more money when they get in there and getting them more active. Go talk to voters about supporting someone to, pa- to pull your agenda. Go, go help your candidates. This stuff just isn't helpful. You know, and something that we always uh, end on, Jeremy, and these are the same questions I'll, I'll be asking of uh, Michael Cracker as well. It, it's, you know, this coming together. Obviously, election season, it gets tense. You know, that's happened as long as I can remember. Um, but it, it seems like we don't get away from that once Election Day is over, right? It's, I mean, social media, I think, is a lot to blame. Very toxic. But, you know, I saw something on um, on Dan Abrams' show uh, earlier in the week where uh, Sarah Palin, she's running for Congress up in Alaska, and she's actually friends with someone in the Democrat Party that she's running against. And, you know, she's getting criticized for displaying that friendship in the debate. I actually think we need to see more of that, more of, you know, hey, we disagree on policy, but, you know, we're friends. We're, we're, we're going out after we go and vote. Do you think people need to see more of that from people in a position of power in politics? I think they need to see more civility and they need to see more functioning. You can't have people coming to election sites, monitoring the polls, intimidating folks. 
you can't have people uh, with the continued nastiness post-election day and, and not wanting to do their job. You know, we had some elected officials in the state of New York who wanted to disobey the court orders to, to open and count absentee ballots even after they were ordered to. You can't do that. You know, our Board of Elections works very fluidly. Uh, Commissioner Moore is one of the best commissioners in the state of New York. Uh, he, he, you know, he, he believes in this process. And, you know, we work very well together. That's what needs to happen across the country to keep our government going, to keep democracy going, not tear it apart, not, you know, destroy the fabric of our of our nation. Work together to get things done and make the government function. Jeremy Zeller, the Erie County uh, Democrat chair, the New York Democrat vice chair, and Erie County Board of Elections Democrat commissioner. Jeremy, I know you have a busy few days coming up, but I'm sure we'll be talking on or around Election Day. Uh, have a good one. Go Bills. Thanks, Joe. Go Bills. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.